Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Yoder's Farm. My name is Eldon, and Lowell's here with me again today, as per usual. Lowell, welcome to the podcast. Eldon, thank you. Good to be here. It is the first day of July, and um, I think in our last, well, next to last episode, we kind of transitioned hard away from, or, or put a bow on strawberry season, and now we are moving on to whatever else we're doing, so... What have you been up to lately here at the farm? Uh, let's see. What have I been up to lately? Let me think. Let me think. Oh, yeah. Um, working <laughs> on the farm, pretty much. Um, was it, has it been three weeks, four weeks? You were uh, gone. Four weeks. You were yeah. gone for a while, so I lose track of time. Yep, four weeks, about exactly, I believe. Okay, so it has been a while since we recorded a podcast. So, yeah, we... Um, most of this, well, okay, so we've, we've talked before, we, you know, part of the secret to successful farming, which I don't know if we would call our farming successful, hopefully some of it is. Parts of it, yeah. So, anyways, part of the, uh, the secret to successful farming, like <laughs> I said, is, uh, planning ahead and you should thinking, write an e-book. thinking about your next crop, so yeah. we've been doing that. Or, or, yeah, next crop, the next season, you know, because there are things that you can be doing now that uh, will really help that, Yeah. Uh, you know, two, three, four months. Anyway, you're always thinking about the future. So we've been uh, thinking about the future and doing things like, so we put a bow on strawberry season, but in reality, uh, planning for strawberries never ends because... I think we talked about last time, you know, we were talking about varieties, what we might do for the coming year. And, of course, yeah, we we did that. I had to, in this last uh, few weeks, get my plant order in. So I had to figure out exactly what I needed, uh, what kind of room I'm going to have, make sure I have room to put all these plants back in. And so we, we rotate our field around some so you know, I have to figure out, okay, I'm going to take up this plastic. How many rows can I get back in here? Anyway, planning. And um, part of that also is when you make the beds, you want your soil in as good a shape as possible. So as soon as we're, we were done uh, with strawberries, they had to be mowed off. And in preparation, they need some time to dry out in preparation for lifting plastic as soon as possible and starting to work the soil and get it ready so we can make better beds so we can grow better strawberries so we can do better so we can do it all over again yeah so there's that um you know thinking about the future and planning for the next season so that's been happening in strawberries and it has also been happening so we're we're planting pumpkins for Um, fall season that's actually what i've been up to more the last while than anything for yeah for our fall season since most people don't pick pumpkins in the spring yeah <laughs> they tend to do that in october uh, we did plant the uh or y'all planted the corn maize uh late last week it's wednesday now so we're looking for some rain to get that up out of the ground yeah this is about as late as we've ever planted it i think which it's okay um the primary factor on its success is going to be 
the rains between now and when we open for our fall season. Yeah. Um, but we got it in just as we were, you know, we talked about this all through strawberry season, the, the rainy challenges and picking around the rain and, and so forth. And we had the last week we were open for pick your own, which would have been so the week before Father's Day, like so like the late teens of June, uh, was a really rainy week. We had, what do we have, four plus inches, four I to forget. five inches. You were gone yeah. in the sunny southwest where it never rains and no one complains. <laughs> but um, anyway... Apparently there's some rain just above Lynchburg right now. Yeah, I saw that on the radar. So as the ground was kind of, uh, we got in a, a few days after we could have planted, but there was still good moisture in the ground when we planted. Pretty good moisture. wasn't quite ideal, but sometimes farming isn't ideal. So Most we, times it isn't. We got, we got, you know, we're able to plant with our corn planter. You need some moisture if the ground is too hard. You it's it's interesting. hard to knife the seed. Yeah, it's got there. these big these coulters on that make a furrow and uh, these openers and yeah, but you need ideal nice soil conditions to make it plant well. But we had we had good conditions, so I think we have enough moisture probably to germinate most of it. Um, but going forward, yeah, we will need some additional rain, and if we happen yeah. to get rain. In the next week, it would be uh, very ideal. I planted a bunch of pumpkins on the couple of days before we planted the corn maize, I think on a Tuesday. And I, I knew there was a chance of rain, so I tried to plant. On were this those one dry field. land pumpkins? Those were not on plastic, yeah. but yeah, out in the field. So I hustled and got those in, and we, we did get a nice shower on them. Only a, probably a tenth of rain, but I noticed they're they're coming up pretty good. But there again, there was enough moisture that I was in the ground that I was planting them into to sprout them. Yeah. Are you gonna stretch drip to them this year? Probably so. Yeah. Okay. You always, you know, if it would keep raining every week from now through September, you wouldn't have to. But yeah, it's almost never the case here yeah. in July and August. So. Yeah, once they get up a little bit, very likely we will stretch drip to them. Sounds good. Uh, let's see, what else have we been doing here at the farm? Tomatoes. Uh, still picking in a couple of the houses. Um, heirlooms have come in pretty good, sounds like. Yeah, we've been picking heirlooms for a while, and we, we do sell some here and wholesale uh, more even than we, we sell here. Um, the one greenhouse is basically done and basically ready to be cleaned out, but I think they are actually still picking a few tomatoes on it and stretching. It's hard to stop. It's like it trickles off, and at some point probably should just cut it off. But Well, <laughs> sort of, yeah. Yeah. The, well, it's that way with the strawberries, too. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, they're, they're picking, I mean, in some ways... As long as you're not messing up your coming crop by yeah. procrastinating and um, by eking out everything, it's okay. Because, you know, on some level, it's you know, everything you get is uh, from a planting of stuff is, you know, more, more potential profit. Uh, but like I say, you got to make sure that you don't um, 
harm your next crop. So yeah, like no. you mentioned, we we are actually still though the pickier and strawberry patch is closed. We are still actually picking a few rows of a pretty late um, producing strawberry, wholesaling a few and selling some here at the store, and that's okay as long as uh, we're not getting into trouble with you know lifting getting, plastic, lifting plastic and. Yeah. and uh, uh, weed pressure and things like that that yeah. that will harm your next crop so that's something we we think about but yep. uh yeah sweet corn is still a little ways away uh, okay i thought we would have some by now Good typically we do we usually do the i mean we've already had it for father's day you know middle I see. of june it's been a couple of weeks already but that cool uh spell in april and may has really slowed it down yeah and it's i mean the, the heat is pushing it some now but it's uh yeah a little ways off and we're not going to have huge huge volumes of it this year unfortunately just had trouble with um i think i said but germinating some of that early seed temperature stuff when it was yeah. on the cool side so anyway we'll, we'll have some uh, interesting note you know we talked about the crazy demand during strawberry season um, and it seems to be carrying over into you know even tomato sales often by now people have garden tomatoes and you know interest in, in uh, greenhouse tomatoes drops off some but man sure hadn't seemed to be doing that I think well a couple factors one I think people are just more interested in local fresh produce things and uh, two, the um, the very cold late spring. Um, unfortunately for for a lot of people, their their tomatoes aren't doing very well, or they got zapped by that freeze or yeah. something. So we're picking up people who would you know normally have tomatoes by now who still have to buy our hydroponic tomatoes. Which as long as we have them, I guess it works out for both of us. But anyway. I reckon. Yep, so let's see the next couple of weeks we're hopefully get uh the maze up and I'll get an outline and work on a design for the corn maze. Usually cut that right at the end of July, um at least the last couple of years. And anything else? We're hoping to make some runs for blueberries in the next couple of weeks if we can get any uh get some things figured out on that we're just kind of waiting for the other end of things but um yeah it's pretty much just um yeah rap continuing to do what we're doing and then you know thinking about like fall is our next big big uh season and it will be here before we we know it even so since it's you know into july already yeah i saw a schedule for something the other day and it was three months out and it was like huh Mm-hmm. We're that close. <laughs> and uh, strawberry tips will be coming in about a month. Wow. The, so we'll have to it won't get, be long. get ready to grow grow them. and Yeah. Yeah. It will the, be here before The vicious then. cycle yeah. continues to cycle. Um, <laughs> and I'll be planting. I'm not totally done planting pumpkins. I'm probably over halfway. Um, the last year or two or three i've done these you know i have our normal fields and then sometimes i find a little nook or 
somewhere, you know, place out of the way, place that's maybe not being utilized or a corner of a pasture or something. And um, I'll plant some pumpkins. So I've got a couple more. I, I kind of call them my um, test plots for pumpkins or something like that. You know, I can plant a variety of things in there. And if they do well, then you're, that's great. And if they don't, then uh, hopefully I have at least the bare necessity already planted out, you know, on the plastic yeah. and where we normally plant them. But it can be a nice uh, boost to have pumpkins coming from one of those out-of-the-way fields. And especially, you know, one thing I've, I used to kind of panic about getting pumpkins in the ground and really push by the, you know, to get them in before July uh, through the last part of June. But one thing I'm realizing, you know, if you had wholesale pumpkins, you need to kind of be picking those very end of August, first of September. Yeah. Uh, to move them to places where retailers can sell them and so forth. But uh, if you can have a really nice, fresh uh, pumpkin with a nice green stem in, you know, maturing in October, that's yeah. a really pretty pumpkin. And we have very kind of stagger your yeah. picking dates. That's a good way to say it. Uh, yeah. No, it's fine. So I'll keep planting pumpkins for even another week or two probably. Sounds and good. Uh, hopefully get us some nice, you know, we have good sales here at the farm in the corn maze well into October, even towards the end of October. So it's always nice to have a, a plot of those to go cut when you're running low in your, yeah. in your field. Yeah. Very good. Well, anything else we should uh, cover on this episode, you think? No. No need to drag it out any longer than we need to. That's right. Well try to be a little more regular i guess at some point on well we were regular it just wasn't up-to-date content fair <laughs> enough so yeah all right well thanks for listening everybody if you made it this far as always you can find out more than you want to know about yoder's farm at yodersfarm.com and uh, we'll... if you have maize design suggestions feel free to give them to eldon yeah, i'm sure he'll be happy to incorporate them <laughs> into the maze design yeah I was mainly kidding. Good. But I just thought I'd throw that in there. For, <laughs> All right. To make your life difficult. Yeah. It is kind of a pain when you have too many cooks in the kitchen, but that's how it goes sometimes. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll, well be too back many cooks in, a in the kitchen can also of weeks, cook so. a lot of bread if they, you know, both start cooking or all. Six. Generally, most cooks in the kitchen <laughs> are all on the same page. And it depends how they're cooking, too, if they cooking keto or if they're cooking paleo or traditional whatever all right we'll see you everybody 